hello, big, thought, overspill, well, no, it's not, it's not even bad, it's not, I feel like whenever I introduce anything as like an overshare, I'm, I'm going back on myself and, and I need to stop doing that, but yeah, um, it's, I don't, I don't even know like where to begin with the first thing I want to talk about, but I just want to acknowledge that the world is fucking crazy just now, like, things that are happening, like, everything that we're questioning, and this, like, huge collective voice on social media, and the way that social media has, I mean, it's, it's kind of always been, for me, like, for me and my generation, like, the dominant news source, but the way that it has become so, like, the lens that has, has, like, has honed in on things that are happening, that, that the real news isn't showing, um, and, and it's it's constant, isn't it? It's that it's the stream of kind of like what's next, like what are we questioning next? And and it's a good thing. Um and, and I'm gonna like get onto that, but yeah, it's it's sad. It's it's like it made me feel like you know, obviously triggered by like George Floyd's um like murder. Um it, it's just it's like a gut wrench. It's a it's obviously like racism in America are like hand in hand, like obviously systemic. Um, whether Americans like I had to question this once in 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 like studies, but whether like racism like, grew from slavery or whether it had always been there, um, and it's just it's just like a strain of like a one historian's kind of take, but um. Yeah, it's just it's it just seems like such an ingrained consciousness that oh, it's 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 like horrid. Like there's not there's not there's not I don't physically have the words to go into exactly how I feel about about the killing and and the obviously the the nature of the protest and police brutality, but like. It's just you feel you do have a sense of I feel I feel so far away and detached from it, but also like because of this what I said, like the lens that we've got through social media, it does it feels like for me, it this is what I'll I'll speak about, but I feel like it's it's really like hit me. Like it's and it's weird because obviously it's things that we, we, we learn from the news and I learned at uni. Um it's things that I was like aware of like it's stuff that I've come across before but seeing it happening in the way that it's happening just now is like it's just oh it's yeah I don't know there's not enough there's I don't I don't want to I feel a lot about what's happening and I wanted to acknowledge it and I wanted to to voice that because I think it's important if you're passionate about something and if something if you want to talk about something then then you always should and and I don't want to dilute what I'm saying though like I don't want to not I don't want to get what I, what I want to say wrong basically um but I want I want to, to acknowledge that like yeah that was a it's having a it's having a huge impact like on a world, like people worldwide and it's that's a, a good thing I suppose in some way the awareness um but yeah, it's made, so I think the first thing that I, I've made kind of a point of is um, 
the idea of privilege, like, obviously, for me, I've watched this happen from, you know, through social media, um, uh, as the person that I am, and the background that I'm from, and, and the identity that I, like, portray, and, and who I am, basically, like, as a, like, white British woman, um, and, and I've never really, I've thought about privilege before, but I've never, I'd, honestly, until, like, until this event, I don't think I've ever applied it to myself, like, it's straight, it's, like, obviously, there is privilege, like, I've, I know that I have, like, I'm, I'm speaking about these, even me kind of speaking about these events, it is me, I feel like this is me using my privilege um, to, to like, feel, like, the empathy that I do and to be conscious of it and, and just like everyone else. Um, but, I've, yeah, I think with, especially recently, um, just becoming really, like, more conscious of, of what our privilege is, like... I've thought loads about this and and this is again like I don't I don't want to miscommunicate what I'm thinking um but it it it's it's hard to explain it's hard to do it justice but like I went to the um the protest in Newcastle city center on Saturday um and and for me like the the pri- like that that was that was when it that was like my moment of like shit like this is this is a pri- like this is privilege um i've studied like protest i've studied protests and i've studied inequality and and like racial struggle and identity struggle um you know you i've read it in books and i've and i've like been shown it by by people who are experts in a field but honestly for me and this i don't want to sound like some like airhead idiot saying this but being at that at that protest and and feeling like the kind of solemn just like togetherness like properly like proper sense of of solidarity like that was it was a privilege for me to to, like to be there and to exercise that and and to like to want to voice that with other people all there to become part of this this collective like challenge against racism um and it's huge it's huge like it's it's really um difficult to even and come to terms with like your own privilege. I don't know, um there's a documentary on Netflix that I watch and it's it's not recent. I think it's from last year, but it's um Chelsea Handler, an American comedian. Par- apparently she's a comedian, I don't know. Um and and it was her like addressing her privilege and her status in America and and if you if you are interested in in this idea, then I definitely recommend watching it. Some of it's really uneasy, and some of it's really like there's some stuff that she says that is, and stuff that she's done as well that is um like quite I don't know like it's you watch it now in the context of what's going on, and and it's like hard. It's like does is that the right thing? to say um is that the right you know so yeah um I definitely recommend that but she just gets into this kind of like this like 
journey of of where her privilege lies and how she's used it like kind of to to leverage her career and yeah um this the reason some of it I really didn't it didn't sit well with me but it's that that was like the kind of what triggered a lot of um the things that I've been like considering about my privilege um yeah and yeah just this I guess just this sense of like this collective yeah collective questioning that's happening um like people exercising their their perspective on what's happening with with protests um and like pulling down statues um of slave traders and questioning history and and asking why um why the school curriculums are so whitewashed like my my school curriculum what like it, it definitely was in school and then i think in like later later school years that was when i first read one of my favorite books um small island by andrea levy uh and i mean like it's so good i'd really recommend it um it's like a it's a it's black like a like black British and like white British perspective of kind of like post World War Two um empire like yeah British Empire um like post colonialism um and just the yeah the struggle and the fitting into culture and the like the way that like assim assimilation works kind of um how like black identities were like forged to kind of to fit um to fit british culture uh, and kind of like like a reverse appropriation like there's a scene where the like this like the main like kind of black protagonist um has like electrocution lessons um to be to become more british to sound more british and to sound more refined and like, it's so clever she's such such a like compelling writer um yeah so apart but apart from that I think that was my only um experience in school of a, a non-white author and like uni was very different obviously like, I studied a lot of of post-colonial literature at uni and and obviously like I love um I've got like a real real interest in American culture and and I've done like I've studied like slavery in depth, but even for me, like there's there's something that I read and it was like it's just the the portrayal of certain like history as well, like from a from a white portrayal. Like it's we're taught we're taught like it's a say it's similar to like original colonizers. Um we're taught the anglicized white version. Um which is again it's problematic um but yeah and it's just this yeah the idea of why there's not more diversity on curriculums and why there needs to be more and yeah and it's just it's younger minds like it's it's this thing with like teaching people like like teaching people into understanding why certain opinions and certain beliefs and and yeah, like prejudice is wrong. Like it's it's that it's that that needs to start from of such a young age, really. Um, yeah, I think we all know that there's like generational differences. Um, but that's 
it's it that's it it's education it's that's like that to me seems like the root of of what's happening and and one of the biggest things that I've enjoyed like really enjoyed is a weird word but like appreciated seeing from especially from social media at the minute is this sharing of resources and obviously petitions that can trigger change and books and yeah and like this sharing of of things that sometimes obviously get like buried under under our culture but they're still important um and they offer different portrayals and yeah my like goodreads list has gotten a lot longer as a result but it's that's it like I think I'm I'm still very much like work in progress with with forming the opinion and the understanding that I have of these things like I think it's here I think there's so much more like I think there's a, there was a picture on Twitter and it was like an iceberg and it was like the racism that we see and then just the the rest of it that is like subsurface like that you don't necessarily you know like your everyday life doesn't expose you to um and yeah it's just like crazy it's scary um I'm at the minute I'm reading um I'm not your baby mother by Candice Brathwaite and and that's again that's like a perspective of like a black woman bringing up a family um and it's just kind of all the things associated with with that identity like the black identity the black British identity in London um and moving to the suburbs where it's it's white like it's the 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 welcome it the welcome that they receive like the this woman like Candace and her family receive and the the struggles the the things that happen to people and the like the wariness and and it's this this is it like this is me actively like right my privilege doesn't understand like doesn't understand that um so yeah a lot of what I've read so far is just like like it's quite it's just it's just difficult to even understand that that happens and and it is and it's like every day um it's just people's everyday experiences and it's like yeah that this is why this is why education is a good a good thing and needs to be consistent and we need to be more like we need to push it more and we need to push for it more and yeah and change the way that we teach but yeah so I think that side of like social media activism that's that's been happening is like is really really good and really valuable and that's it like I think you can look at like it's just it's the point that we're at in history like social media is is sharing like I I think that it's like seeing people come come together and and be like aware on social media was a good thing I think if you're action in it and your your voice and your opinions and you're doing the right things to support them, then amazing. Like it's another voice and these voices and these conversations just need to keep keep amplifying, keep getting louder, keep growing. More people need to join in. Um and yeah, so that's yeah, that's a lot of I pro I've I think I've I've I'll have just like skimmed the surface really of what I've felt about that, but I, that's it. I do I don't want to like I want to express it properly, but it's hard. It's just hard. I think it's so like what I'm gonna come on to next, but so consuming, and there's so much that I think I know that I want to work on and and learn, 
um but yeah so just on from that um it's it feels like quite a lot at the minute like it's quite energy like I've I've found that I felt more anxious than ever um what like just just with the constant stream um and it's not this is it like I I don't want to sound like uh like I'm shying away from what's happening but I think you can definitely you can just take in too much news and I think this is this has been a, a constant theme for me since since we like entered this like state of pandemic um since coronavirus it's just the news has been so overwhelming um there's so much wrong and there's so much like just just constant change and there's like no clarity and and social media as well there's violence like there's unchecked violence and and I understand why sharing it is is having the impact that it does but like it can really mess your energy up like I'm not I, I don't want to sound selfish in saying that like but I've, I've had conversations with people and and we've all expressed that like it's it's a lot and it can like really take a toll on on your own like mental health and and how you're perceiving things and I've had to take breaks like I've had to I want to stay aware and I want to stay like connected to what's happening and I want to to share things that I, I feel are relevant but it's weird that I feel like I'm in this weird constant struggle between between that and also wanting to do what's right by me and my my energy um and yeah and it's, it's I think it's just everyone's lived with this weird sense of dread like or maybe I, I think I think everyone has but like I've definitely just had this weird engulfing sense of dread and like what's next and and what can I do? Like it's it's the helplessness from from the world and, and things that are happening, but it's also like, yeah, like what's next? Like I think just this it's cause we we switched and we like jolted so quick into into living so differently. And and there's definitely been a sense of like entrapment. Like I've felt stuck at home in the flat and um like I've not been home for a while and and it's just been a lot and I don't know like sometimes you just you just have you can have too much time with your own thoughts and it's yeah and but it just on the flip side like what I've realized is that that looking after your energy isn't isn't a bad thing like you can't demonize yourself for for like disconnecting and, and having like screen breaks and like something that I've I've really tried to commit to is like nailing um like no more than I think my, I'm currently on like two hours a day but I want to lower it but yeah like no more than two hours on Twitter Instagram um that's all I really like use now but yeah no more than two hours a day on them um and just the the impact that it's had like I think I've had the time limit in place for like two weeks now but that's it it's just and some days I'll like I'll sabotage myself and ignore the limit but the days that I don't I just I do notice such a difference in myself like you can live through your phone you you can um and you can get so like mindlessly invested in stuff that 
you probably otherwise wouldn't care about, but it, it's because it's a distraction or this is it with the news. Like you can, you can spend so long that like I've worried myself sick over it. Like I'm sure a lot of people have, have felt the same like sense of sadness, but this is it. It's not looking out. You're not looking after yourself if you, if you put yourself in these positions. So I've really had to try and just detach from, from spending too much time and, too, and putting too much energy into that um staying obviously staying aware and staying like connected but I don't know I've just tried to remove all pointless like social social media as well from my life like it just doesn't add any like value um like I've just I've just culled the apps that I used and and I've really like cleared my phone out and and like do I need that in my life like no not really um like like my mum like I'm not I don't really I try and stay off like things like Facebook now because mainly just because of like the reaction to um the pro like the Black Lives Matter protest that happened in Carlisle um and I'm I'm so proud that it happened at home like of of all places because I grew up and and it was like like Carlisle was very it, it is white um and there's a, a huge lack of diversity and a huge sense of like closed perception um but also it is a lovely like it is I know there's like progressive things to it and that was so it just I just felt yeah like a weird sense of like proudness and and yeah knowing that it was happening there just it made me feel like like where the matter was kind of everywhere it's like all-encompassing and yeah but like yeah that was it it's just for me like reading the, the the hate that people have that feel they need to share on platforms like that and and like small town syndrome small town opinions yeah it I just try not like that so that that was a massive drain like when I sat and read the comments like that was a massive drain on on the energy that I, I had and the like I don't want to say it was a nice feeling after the protest. It wasn't nice. It was like just involvement and like, and like, yeah, it was just being there and being present with it. But um, yeah, um, the only thing that I miss is I think my mum is doing like 10, 10 days of pictures that make you feel proud to be a dog owner. So I'm missing out on a lot of pictures of my dog. But yeah, that's the only, <laughs> the only sad thing about not being on Facebook. But yeah, it's just, it's, that's it. It's just, I'm trying to like reframe social media. I'm trying to use it in like more creative ways. So like I've got like a skincare page and um and I just, and I'm trying to write more and, and I do want to have like a blog and stuff eventually. And yeah, I'm just trying to like spend less time on, on like, on it basically, like, or, like as a whole. But I'm also trying to just use it a bit differently whether that is to like find like the right resources for like learning or work on like my own like creative projects yeah like that's fine but I just want to be less mindless I just want to I don't mind having it in my life I don't mind I don't mind like I am guilty of a, a big fat morning scroll but I just want less and I want it to not impede on on the energy that I have and and spending less time on Instagram as well, obviously you'd never have thought it, but like self comparison, um, 
it's just such a huge tool. Instagram is a huge tool for making you feel shit. It is, unless you, like, and I've tried to do, and I have done this, I've, I've, yeah, I've tried and I've done it, unless you, like, refine all the content that you see and the things that you want to see and the things that you know make you feel good and the things that won't, like, it's just, it, for me, it's just got me into such, like, messes in the past and, and I don't need that. Like, I don't, I don't need to waste my energy on, on that. Like, I go on Instagram to hype Florence Given and that's it. Um, and that's, like, that's what I'm trying, that's just what I want more of. Like, I just don't want to feel like I am going on it to deprecate and to be like, oh, but, like, I'm not... Yeah, I don't know. It's just pointless. It's just the most stupid thing that you can put yourself through. And 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 I was mindless to that. And I was mindless to loads of things. But, like, this is it. I just I just feel like removing it, removing all of that makes, has, has made me feel so much more, like, in touch with myself and and my energy. Um, and I'm really liking this energy thing. I've just what is it I'm just working on my energy um and I'm usually working on my energy by these things which is also another just like tip but anything that like anything that just takes your mind away from from whatever it is like I found that distraction is like is lush um yoga painting um reading like I've, I've read an entire book like I've never I don't think I've read an entire book since um oh since I think it was my first ever book at uni um Kay Atkinson behind the scenes at the museum I remember being like a really scared first year and and I read it all in one go and and then I went on a night out and I don't think I went to seminar um but yeah, like for me, reading reading books in one go was like, it just used to be torture. I used to hate it, and actually, like I fell out of love with reading because of not. I didn't. I didn't fall out of love with reading because of uni. I f- I just I just got into a thing of thinking that like reading wasn't for pleasure. Reading was for the essay that I had to write. Or but then this is it. Like I'm the more that I'm reading, the more that I want to start like writing essays and stuff again. Like just purely for my own like my own thoughts that I'm having but yeah um I read normal people all in one go which was it's not even the kind of book that I'd I'd want I'd usually read in one go like it was just it was just there on on like a rainy day and I just did it um and it was all right it was it was all right um yeah I don't know I don't know if it's just not my kind of book like, I enjoyed the series the series and I don't know, I just, I don't know if my, like, genre preferences are just not, but she's a good, like, Sally Rooney's a good writer, like, uh, yeah, I liked the, I liked the writing, I just didn't love the book, um, and I've also recently finished, um, The Glass House by Hadley Freeman, and that's so good, like, I just so want to recommend that to anyone, um, it's, like a recovered like like Hadley Freeman narrates it but it's like a recovered memoir from her um I never get this right it's like it's her like great grandfather 
yeah I think it's I'm sure it's like it's that it's that side of the family anyway and it's how they grew up in like a small Polish town and and then like lived through like the pogroms and then moved to Paris and her like kind of great uncle becomes like like he just falls into this like amazing fashion couture career um and is like friends with uh Christian Dior and and like ends up in Pablo Picasso's house and it's just amazing it's just like the stories of and the family um and how the war like shaped them and this like kind of the the Jewish um identity post-war and and assimilation again it's it's this cultural thing of you need to fit fit your surroundings and if your identity doesn't comply with that then then we've got a problem so yeah that's just some of the some of the books that I'm reading I've, that I've read and, and I definitely recommend those but yeah um and then I just I just think this is constant anyway but like self-work I'm doing a lot of self-work and I'm enjoying it like today I went for the first I literally haven't ran for a month I was like bashing out like 5k 7k then I did 10k and I did it again and then I didn't do it for a month like I literally had a month of it's not even it's not that I wasn't exercising like I've been doing other things but just just running like you get I think you get like I had like writer's block but for running like I had runners I just had the fear um I just didn't want to go and then I went this afternoon and I got back and I was just like oh my god like it's so it's so good it just makes you feel so good like my head has my head's not really been in the place that I thought I could like record anything for for a while um and and it just seems to have like given me energy basically it just seems to have like cleared me up and sorted me out and yeah it was lush it was dead slow um I think it was like first time back and then I just I, I don't know I try not to think about like time too much I, it's always distance like it's more and it's I guess it's different um but for me it's just I want to focus on like how far I can I can go with it so yeah but yeah self-work um other other things that I'm trying to like manifest is like more creative projects and more um like looking at yourself like focusing on you and and focusing on and this is back to energy and stuff as well but like I've had obviously like living by yourself at the minute um you just have a lot of time to think and and I've kind of just used like myself as this like and it was kind of needed I think it was kind of like definitely something that had to happen but I've just kind of like really looked at at me and like and and things that I needed to like think about and and this like sense of energy that I needed to build up and and just putting yourself first all the time like being selfish and being like it's so sometimes you just need it like whether that has been like cooking like a lush dinner for myself or like this week I'm having a toxin free week so 
I haven't bought any wine um, and I'm trying to eat like I'm trying to get back to being pretty much pescatarian because um, I had I did have a burger admittedly on the weekend and it was very good but I don't know it's just it just it messes my skin up and it makes me feel slow and heavy and and there was like a couple of weeks well yeah like the the weeks following up until this week this weekend just gone like I hadn't had any any meat at all um I think I mentioned a sausage sandwich once but that was once but then it it made me feel the same it just made me feel like it it just doesn't make me feel good like when I when I know that I've cooked something lush um and like veggie full and just good like it just it's when I know that I'm not eating shit basically and drinking more water like I was getting so forgetful with water and even alcohol like I think I think this week if I can like if I can do it and I'm already like three days in um like no alcohol I think I've drank so much in lockdown I've drank I've just and it's not even like it's not it's like it'd be a glass or two glasses of wine a night like but it was more of a like ritual it would be like right my laptop's off I'm gonna have my dinner and a drink and it's just like I don't know it's just it's not even that that was I don't really think I don't know if I'm just it's just pure luck or my skin routine really is doing bits but like I wasn't even getting spotty from it like I wasn't getting like breakouts from alcohol it was more just like it's more just like I feel better without it like you don't you don't need to you don't need it basically you don't need it it's nice sometimes but you don't need it so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try and and go without it for as long as I can um and yeah and I've also been like deconstructing some things that I think are wrong and need to go and I don't have time to entertain and shouldn't be shouldn't be an issue and I've already addressed this maybe a little bit once but being like framing anything is over so like I know that I say I overthink a lot and and I think the the like the oversensitive that that term gets thrown around a lot and it's so wrong. It's so wrong. Like me framing myself as an overthinker, like I said, is it's not like the way that you think and the reactions that you have to things are the, are the, is how your brain sets you up for anything. Like no matter what the issue is, like big or small, the, the way your thinking pattern, your thought processes that's just your brain's like natural response like that's what you're that's that's how you're thinking like yeah okay like sometimes I can overthink like I don't know an example is uh, like I'm a bit of a hypochondriac so if I google a symptom and then I'll be like right so it's that and that means that I have that and I'm probably gonna drop down dead like it's more just, it's more like I can let myself overthink like that sometimes, but that's, that's kind of different. Like just because you think a certain way, you don't need to frame yourself as bad or wrong for it. Like you, you have those thought processes for a reason. And yeah, sometimes maybe you do think too much and you just need someone to like 
just to like talk you down just be like look it's not it's not that much of a big like you don't need to feel that way about this or whatever like but I think I'm just gonna try and consciously stop with not stop with the overthinking just stop like demonizing myself for thinking that I'm overthinking that's a bit messy isn't it but like and with oversensitive like you're like oversensitive pisses me off so much because and this is only something that I've really like embodied and been become so much more aware of because I know that I've I've like I've fell into this but you can't be oversensitive like you you're if you're a sensitive person then you're a sensitive person and and that doesn't make you bad or any less like emotions everyone's on a different scale everyone perceives things differently everyone gets different intensities of emotion over different things like just because you like oh my god I was gonna say I cry I like I was gonna say I cry a lot during I've cried a lot during lockdown but like I, I cry I've, I cry a lot anyway I, I cry a lot in my normal life up until this point like pre-lockdown like but for me like that doesn't make me like I've, I need to stop thinking that like being over oversensitive isn't a thing and I'm sick of it like it's just not like you you're emotional like and if and if that's a problem like it's not yours to get over like that's you and that's how you come and those emotions are the ones that you're born into and they're the ones that will like take you through life and the ones that power your ability to empathize and yeah I just I just think that I really started to lead myself towards thinking that emotion was like weakness and that and and it's not like it's just the it's the most like it's just opposite it, you're you're when you when you're emotional like you're feeling something and you feel it intensely and that's not a bad thing and it's the same with like being vulnerable like for me like any time that I felt vulnerable in life like it's it is it's it's not a nice it's not like and it, it brings out like this I don't know this like you you want to like protect yourself and you feel wary of things and you feel like you don't you like like I felt quite vulnerable in the past like month um and and I thought like shit like this is gonna it's I'm gonna get thrown off like this this vulnerability that I've got is gonna stop me from doing x y z basically um but like I think with anything like being vulnerable as a result of anything it's you've, you've got to kind of, you've got to go through it like you've got to be vulnerable um and you've got to like let these things happen to you and you've got to embrace those feelings because like you don't know what's next like I think I needed that that phase of of feeling like like scared and stuff and unsure and uncertain to get to the point that I'm at now and to be speaking about it so like oh like from my chest like I feel so like being vulnerable's good like being emotional's good like and anything that ever makes you question that is is not the energy that like it's it's not it's and it's not like accepting of you and it's not fair on you to to like place yourself on on that scale um when you're made just the way that you should be basically so yeah, um, seeing it with my chest, I felt that. I I really felt that. I really like, um, yeah. But I'm gonna, 
stop there um and yeah i hope that that was enjoyable (laughs)